Hello everybody, this is Charlie. You may know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset. And, wow, today has been an interesting day. It's been hot, it's been muggy, it rained for like five minutes, and of course because I live in a third world country, the power went out. Which, in and of itself, is a nuisance because, you know, I had a lot of things to do today, a lot of things to do online, a lot of things that required an internet connection. So, yeah, it was annoying that the power went out, but I live in a house built around technology, so we have battery backups for several of the machines in the house so that when it rains and the power goes out, you know, hard drives don't smash. <laughs> they probably don't have to do that anymore, but I'm old school. I remember when the spinning platters could get damaged really badly. I don't know if the newer drives have that same issue or not, but I like to be able to turn the machines off when the power goes out rather than have them just suddenly quit. And so I'm sitting in the house in the dark because the clouds are still overhead listening to the beeping. And just to add to the fun of the day, of course they couldn't be synchronized, so they were just about half a second off from each other. So there was no calm, there was no quiet, there was just beep, 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 And I'm running around, making sure everything's turned off, unplugging things that need to be unplugged because they don't have off buttons because things don't have off buttons anymore. Beep, 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 Slowly losing my mind as the beeping continues and continues incessantly beeping. Beep 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 Silence. I've won. I've won. Beep 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 Of course I didn't. Something is still plugged in. Something's still drawing energy from the battery backup. Something's making it beep to let me know that it's not plugged in, but something's stealing juice from it. What is it? What is it? I'm unplugging, I'm unplugging. I finally get almost everything that I think could be doing it unplugged. There's silence. Everything's still. My shoulders can start coming down. My dog can calm down because she's freaking out because of the high-pitched beeping that's been filling the house. And the power comes back on. Again, not that I'm upset that the power came back on. I'm rather happy that the power came back on because I had things that I wanted to do today. And I could do them now because power was on. But yeah, Murphy's Law, isn't it? As soon as I got everything set up so that the beeping would stop, and I could do some of the things that I could do offline, the beeping is over. And the power's back on. So now I have to plug everything back in, get everything hooked back up, get everything turned back on, get everything back up and running, and try to do the things that need to be do. Dune. Dune. The work must flow. So, at any rate, that's how my day started today, which is kind of crazy and just not the way that you want your day to begin. You get what I'm saying there? So, everything gets pushed back. Everything takes longer. Everything needs to get done. It's slowly getting done. But the sun's out. It's not as humid as it was. 
my dog, who does not like the sound of rain or thunder, has been randomly hopping up on my lap, needing consolation, because there was thunder this morning. I love her, but today her cowardice is getting in the way. Then again, most days, my own cowardice gets in the way. So how's your day going? Hopefully better than mine. You can call in at anchor.fm slash Project Shadow, download the app, and you'll be see the little call-in button on our profile page. Hit that, you can leave us a one-minute message, and I will get back to you, and we'll have a little conversation. I know I keep dropping these this in there, but I really would like to turn this into more of a conversation. It's something that made me really excited about moving the podcast over to Buffer. Not over to Buffer, over to uh, Anchor, and I'd really like to know what you guys think. Let me know. So I've been promising all week to get to this, and I'm going to do it today. It is time, my children, for the epic tale of the hamburger. So Friday night, well, Friday day, at the convention, my panels were early in the day, so didn't have much that I had to do. Had one panel a little bit later in the day. So Brian and I were sitting out on the patio, kind of, you know, having some James as you do (laughs) at these events. And, oh, I I defiled Doc early. Glorious friend of the show and friend of mine, um, fellow crewman on the ship that I so lovingly serve, came out and we were all kind of having a bit to drink, a little bit early in the days, about maybe three, four, or five o'clock, between those hours, and needless to say, uh, we may have been a bit overzealous for a Friday, but uh, we were uh, wanting to relax, and you know, as you do at a convention, you're wanting to let your hair down, you're wanting to relax, you're wanting to throw off everything from your life that's been bugging you, and just kind of get into the spirit of fun and love and friendship and camaraderie that comes at these events. And so, um, Doc looked up at us at one point and said, I, I can't feel my face. And Brian and I kind of looked at each other. We're like, okay, are you, are you all right? He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I realized that my last panel of the day was coming up and you know, he's a little uh, sleepy out on the bench and I'm getting a little concerned and, you know, wondering, you know, do you want me to call somebody to take care of you? You know, because we got a panel I, I got to get to. You know, I can have Brian stay here and I can just run over and do it if needs be. But, you know, I want to make sure you're all right. And I don't know exactly where this came from or exactly why it came out as dramatic as it did but as Hamlet raised poor Yorick's skull to the sky his hand went up and he said no I need a hamburger and Brian and I just started laughing like okay alright so you need a hamburger okay if you want we can run in we'll get you a hamburger real quick bring it back no no I will go and get 
and the hand went up again. A hamburger! And everything will be fine. Okay. So, I have a panel I need to go to. Do you want us to go with you? No! No. No. I just need to go and get a hamburger! And the hand went up again. And everything will be all right. Okay. Well, I got a panel I got to get to in a little bit. We'll wait for you here and uh, make sure everything's all right. And then I'll go to the panel and I'll see you when it's done. I am going to go and get a hamburger. And he got up and kind of... uh, Weeble wobbled his way into the hotel, and Brian and I are sitting outside, looking at each other, wondering, okay, how long till we go and make sure he didn't get lost, didn't go lay down and take a nap on one of the um, benches or on the couch on the inside, and we're debating about this, and we realize, you know, he's been gone for a while, maybe we need to go get him. And just as we're about to get up, we look, and around the corner, here he comes, plate in hand, raised to the sky like the Statue of Liberty with her torch. I have a hamburger! And Brian and I just started laughing. It's just, we couldn't stop. We almost literally raffled. We almost fell off of the bench and started laughing. And it was just too funny. But then Brian noticed somehow, somehow the hamburger on his plate was upside down. We don't know how it got there, but I have a theory that I'll get to in the next segment. So the question remains, why was the hamburger upside down? Why? What happened between when he got the hamburger and got out to us that made the hamburger be upside down? Now, it's possible that the people in the cafe to put the hamburger on the plate just didn't care and just went, eh, naff it and put it on the plate upside down I am willing to believe that I am it's Occam's razor it's the most logical thing that probably is what happened that probably is the right answer it's not the one that I like it's not the one that I want to be true because the one that I want to be true is that after procuring the hamburger, as he walked back outside to the patio, as he was on his way, there was some Pink Panther Clouseau waiter-esque amazing hacky sack fest with the hamburger where he tripped and fell and the hamburger flew off of the plate and he went to grab it with the plate and it bounced off the plate again and it bounced off the plate again and it bounced off the plate again and it bounced and it bounced and it bounced and he just ran and jumped and twisted and twirled and everything to keep the hamburger on the plate and that's why when he came around the corner and the hamburger was on the plate even though it was upside down he was so excited and there it was he had the hamburger I realize it's unrealistic. This is probably not what happened. But in my mind, in my own headcanon for my own life, which yes, you are allowed to have as long as it doesn't get you into trouble. Yeah, that's what happened. That's how the hamburger ended up outside. And so this became the unofficial and maybe now official. If it's official cap, you should call in and 
let me know. I will announce to the world that it is the official salute of our beloved vessel. That every time we greeted each other for the rest of the weekend, we raised our hand high in the sky as if we were Hamlet, shouting at poor York's skull and shouted, HAMBURGER! And there was much rejoicing, and there was so much fun to be had by all. Well, I say all. That's not exactly true. There was one girl there who didn't quite get it. She didn't know the story, and she didn't understand why we were doing it. And I felt a little bad for a moment because she was from Germany. She was actually from Hamburg, Germany. And she thought we were making fun of her. And I had to explain, no, and I explained the story. And she laughed, and she was like, that's very funny, but I still don't like it. And so I told her that every time we did it, she should just turn around and say, well, thank you. And she said, no, I'm not going to do that. And I said, okay, well, then every time we do it, just turn around and say, nephew. And she said, no, I'm not going to do that. And I said, okay, then I'm sorry, but it is probably a thing that will keep happening because it has gotten beyond us and people that weren't even there, people that were not even part of the show. I heard people that I didn't even tell the story to doing it to each other in the hall as they passed. So it was kind of a thing for the weekend. And I'm sorry, but there's no way that you're going to escape it now because it has become free in the world. And this is how Doc earned the first of the new demerit badges for self-memeing, for his actions were so great that they became a meme and spread far and wide. And I'm getting a lot of blame for spreading the meme far and wide, and I deserve that. I told the story many times, many times by his own request and sometimes by others. But yes, I, I, I did tell the story many times, but it was not I who created the meme. It was the one who lived it. And so the first demerit badge has been designed and has been given out. And, oh, so much fun had by all. So have you ever had an experience like that? Has anything crazy like that ever happened in your life that you would like to share? Hit us up on Anchor. If you don't already have Anchor, just download the Anchor app from your app store, whether you're Android or iOS. Search for Project Shadow. Follow us there. You'll get not only this podcast, these segments of the podcast, but things that don't make it into the actual podcast. There are musical interludes and sometimes even segments that um, I feel are not for the podcast, but just for the live listeners. So you'll get all of that. So follow us on Anchor, call in and let us know your favorite con story.